0: And welcome to the Heart Guy Media podcast. I'm your host, Jesse HS, and of course, as always, we have our consistent co-hosts, the Tyler brothers. Hey Mr. hey. Mr. Eric Tyler and Mr. Yes. Brian C. Tyler, not to be confused with Brian Tyler the composer. Hey,
1: too. I'm happy to be here.
0: We've been we've been on hiatus for a little while, and if the sound sounds a little weird, don't worry, it'll be fixed next episode. Um so our Christmas episode—we didn't do a Christmas episode last year, so we're able to do one this year. We've been on a little hiatus for about mm, twenty-five or so days. Uh, a little trouble getting off uh, SoundCloud, and now we are again on uh, iTunes, Apple Music, what have you, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you can find podcasts. The Heart Guy Media podcast is available. For download, stream, and listening at your convenience. So, uh, so here we are, a, Good to be cr- back. a Christmas episode. How do you feeling, BT? I'm
1: feeling pretty Christmassy.
0: Now, we all have movies that we revere and we hold close to us around this time that we must watch or attempt to watch around this time of the year. So, we're gonna do. I know you guys are uh, a little ill-prepared, but we will try our best to do our top five Christmas movies, uh, non-horror, and top five Christmas movies, horror. So, uh, we'll go through horror first. Uh, If you don't have a list, per se, uh, just rattle some of your favorite, two or three of your very favorites off. Does anybody have a set top five for this, horror Christmas movies?
1: For horror (laughs) Christmas movies? Yeah. Yeah, I think I can do five.
0: You decided not to prepare at all for this, Brian. Well,
1: it's only a list of five. That's so easy.
0: Okay. That's it. All right. That's well, it. Let, let's go number five. What do you got, Brian, for your num- your number five entry in your favorite no, Christmas? No, I'm not sp-
1: going backwards. I'm going forward from one to five. Okay. Well, it's a little easy. No, I think you should go
0: five to one. Yeah, you build the suspense to one.
1: No, one is Gremlins.
0: Okay. What's two?
1: Black Christmas. What's three? Krampus.
0: Krampus 2015 Krampus?
1: No, the original from 1934.
0: I was just making sure. Can we talk about how you called it Krampus because you were confused by the German grandmother's accent and actually thought that it was pronounced Krampus?
1: Yeah, but you know what?
0: That was really funny. Anyway, what's number four?
1: Oh, okay. Number four is Silent Night, Deadly Night.
0: Nice. And number
1: five? Silent Night, Bloody Night.
0: Silent Night, Bloody Night?
1: Yeah.
0: What was number one? Gremlins was his number one.
1: Silent Night, Bloody Night. Can I talk about it for a minute?
0: Go for it. Yeah. I've never seen it.
1: It's it's a hidden gem from 1972 starring <laughs> Mary, <laughs> <laughs> Mary Warner Uh John Carradine's in it, and it's got a lot of similarities to Black Christmas and Halloween, and everyone's like, well, Black Christmas started, you know, what Halloween did, but Silent Night, Bloody Night predates Black Christmas. You know, it's got killer POV shots, it's got a killer escaping a mental hospital, it's got the Christmas theme, it's got... Was
0: anybody notable in it?
1: It's got a killer making creepy phone calls, and yes, who did I start with? Do you listen? Mary Warrenup was in it.
0: What
1: was she, what was she, what was she in? What was she in? You, huh? Let me think. Was she in anything with Yuli Lomo? She's in Rock and Roll High School. Rock and Roll. Oh, high school, okay, whatever. okay. Terrorvision, Night of the Comet, House of the Devil. I couldn't the think. The Devil's Rejects.
0: Okay, I know who she is now.
1: Okay, so maybe she was also
0: should... in institutionalized. Silent, the suicidal suicidal tendencies. Maybe music you video.
1: A, let me explain before you shit all over her. Maybe
0: I wasn't shitting on her.
1: And you know, John Carradine, he is like way back in the Universal horror days. He played Dracula in a couple films. And it so much. A... He's in the Howling.
0: Brother to David.
1: Uh-huh. Sure, maybe. Another? No, I don't think so.
0: So I'll give you my top five, and then uh, we'll all discuss if there are any similarities, or Eric, if you've heard anything on so our top five. We'll absolutely. be a little more extensive with the non-horror Christmas section, obviously. Yeah. Um, okay. So so, uh, so we're just kind of running the gamut. I owe everyone an eggnog after my uh, phone just went off. Uh, so my top five, from five to one, building the suspense, ascending to number one, uh, number five, Black Christmas. Obviously, just kind of a, a staple. Uh, Bob Clark, uh, a masterpiece of his. Uh, probably most revered as the best Christmas horror movie, uh, but it's number five on my list. Number four, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, which Brian and I were just watching the special features of the Shout Factory slash Scream Factory release. Uh, just hilarious. Uh, hilarious reinterpretation and... You know, uh, second, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, like, half of the first movie, kind of, but still with a new spin with, uh, the little brother Ricky.
1: Sequel with a lot of flashbacks. With a lot
0: of flashbacks. Uh, number three, 1984's Gremlins. Obviously, Gremlins, uh, just a classic. Number two, coming in from 2015, Brian, it was on his list, but it was just, I really think, uh... I really think uh, Michael Doherty just, like, knocks movies out of the park, and I c- literally can't wait for the his Godzilla movie to come out. Uh, Krampus. I th- just thought it was fucking amazing and, and so much fun. Uh, so, so, a new- newer movie in my top five, number two. And, of course, Silent Night, Deadly Night is my number one for Christmas horror movies.
1: Well, I think Dwight from The Office pronounced it Krampus.
0: No, it's Krampus. It's No,
1: I'm just saying, I think Dwight from The Office, he has... I think it's the accent that he's
0: using, that. Yeah. though. It's not actually pronounced Krampus. I'm just
1: fucking saying. I like it.
0: So, uh, Eric, thoughts on Krampus? Since uh, it was on Brian and I's list, and I know you were a big fan as well.
2: Yeah, I'd say that would, if I had, like, a set top five, that would definitely be in my top five. I think if I had to rattle off just, like, three or four, definitely. I mean, everything, stuff that you guys have already named, Gremlins obviously being number one, is that's just obviously... One of my favorite movies of all time, of course. Um, Black Christmas is up there. Um, Krampus, like you said, and then Silent Night, uh, Deadly Night. I'm actually not as well-versed in the sequels to that as you guys are, so I can't really put any of those on the list, but there's definitely some of the sequels I would love to delve into since you guys were just talking about
1: Four and uh, well, five, and I, are,
2: I know that you guys are like Jesse. You had number two on your top five, so definitely something I need to uh, look into.
0: Yeah, they're obviously a lot more uh, light-hearted and and more like uh, at least way, way more hokey and way more campy than the first one. Um, yeah. But they're, I think they all bring something to the table, and especially, especially to my in my eyes, two, four, and five are. Are pretty entertaining.
1: Yeah, three. sucks. <laughs> is there so, five of those?
0: Is, is yeah, that
1: and a five, remake.
0: Five. five and a remake. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. The remake. I Well, you know what? It's I've very seen that of like remake, half of that
2: though. when it first came out. I watched it on demand, but I think I ended up falling asleep.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like but it. That, I should really give all of those a watch, including the
0: remake. So. Two, two is very, very entertaining. I've been a, a fan for a long time. It's a, it's such a classic.
1: But if you watch it back to back with the first one, I I just end up fast forwarding a lot. Yeah, like the flash- Is it what? one of
2: those? Is it one of those franchises where you kind of have to? like everything kind of goes all together you watch one you watch two you watch three or is it like is there any of them that are just like kind of completely
1: <laughs> away first, from Aaron, the original story i interrupted your question because i wanted to be the first to answer it and not jesse so the first three are connected and four and five each have their own stories but they're vaguely yeah. connected. yeah gotcha
0: all very uh, entertain All three is uh, a steaming pile of cow dung, but
1: but Bill Mosley's in it. Yeah,
0: he is. I mean, there's your saving grace, Bill Mosley. And something I wanted to bring up as kind of uh, an honorable mention for me, at least a little bit, was the uh, Tales from the Crypt episode and all through the house uh, from the series. Sorry, bitch. Um, just because, uh, obviously, honorable mention because it's not a full film; it's just a, a short uh, from the TV series the hbo tv series and it's just uh larry drake in it and it's just uh marshall bell uh just so much fun
1: mary ellen trainer the classic it gets the most screen time the best the best mother sorry rest in peace mary ellen trainer i'm sorry jesse just hates you i didn't i don't think
0: she was great in goonies that fucking the other four movies she was on monster squad
1: All four lethal weapons. That's what I'm saying. Okay,
0: so there's at least five more that four?
1: Is she in all four lethal weapons, or is she Mm, in the diehards?
0: She's not in all four lethal weapons.
1: I'm pretty sure she is. I'm going to IMDB it. You keep talking. I said I'm not
0: sure. I didn't say. She's
1: definitely in some of them. I don't know about all of them. Um, Yeah. Why did you just flip out? I just said I was going to look it up. Well,
0: you took an opportunity to jump down my ass. Um typical your for ass. your typical for your lifestyle. Jesus <laughs> Oh, I said I wasn't sure if she was in all of the lethal weapons. I know she was in at least two.
1: Alright, then I won't hey, I won't going, announce it when I find out. We're going <laughs> off the rails here about this. Uh, you. <laughs> Don't we always? We, yeah. I mean, you like it, but... Uh, Alright, just so everyone knows, the only reason there seems to be tension is because Jesse and I haven't hung out in a while.
0: We gotta work the kinks <laughs> out.
1: And then oh I come back God. over, and he just... This seems hey, this to, like, suddenly be... <laughs> The most homophobic person I've ever met. I'm
0: obviously not homophobic. So You're I'm, my
1: goddamn brother. But I'm a very tolerant person. Oh so. my god! This is literally way off the rails, stop. This isn't
2: Loveline, okay? This is uh, the Hardcore Media Podcast. <laughs> Let's get back to what we we're. Talking oh, she's
1: about. also in Death Becomes Her and Little Giants.
0: There you go, Little Giants. Classic. We, know, little... we yep. know. We know. We know who was the Rick Moranis in your brother's relationship here, right? I'll definitely. <laughs> i'll be kevin all day yeah uh, fucking eric's coach o'shea all the way kevin o'shea all right so let's you know get what to what our...
1: else is really good is the santa claus and tim allen
0: well we it's not a horror movie we're getting to our christmas top five i was oh, gonna yeah. get to it yeah yeah, yeah exactly They shouldn't
1: be
2: on this podcast tonight yeah you're
0: all over the place what are you coked up
2: jesus i'm at 11 let's do this
0: <laughs> all right i'll start with my top five
2: all right i'm excited why don't we all do from like i don't know all right yeah do your top
0: five my top five number five and these are all films that i want to watch every year i try to make sure i watch it at the very least these five films uh a christmas carol 1951 version uh, the Grinch, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, 2000, with Jim Carrey directed by Ron Howard. Uh, modern classic, amazing special effects by the great Rick Baker. Also, I got a great story for that. If anybody has that else on their list, we'll discuss. Number three, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. A classic, Kevin McAllister, his holiday hijinks. You can't beat it. Uh, number two, The Original, Crowbars Up. Home Alone, <laughs> the Wet oh, Band, the Wet Bandits before they became the Sticky Bandits, and my number one, undisputed, maybe. Definitely ever number one. Uh National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, probably in the definitely in the top ten greatest movies. Period, definitely yeah. number one Christmas movie of all time. There's no competition. I full
2: heart. I wholeheartedly agree with that. I like the top five. I like that you got the Christmas carol in there. I wasn't expecting
0: that. Yeah, it was just something. I It was showed in, uh, I think, like, junior high or something like that. And I think I, like, caught bits and pieces of it growing up here and there during the holidays. But watching it in junior high, I, it's kind of, like, just stuck with me and it's just so much fun. The, obviously, the classic Charles Dickens story with uh, Ebenezer Scrooge and, and that whole it's something I loved as a kid. So, uh yeah, the uh, nineteen fifty one film with uh, uh, the adaptation is just uh, it's just awesome. It's so much fun. That's
2: something I would have to. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever you know honestly like really sat down and watched that. That'd be something I would definitely have to do. I think. Uh, there's like a yeah, yeah. There's
0: a there's yeah. There's a nineteen eighty five version of it with uh, George C. Scott who's in Patton. Um, is yeah, a yeah, I know him, yeah. yeah. That's a great. That's a great adaptation as well. As I've, is the yeah, animated. I've,
2: I've seen part of that one. I think.
0: Yeah. As um, is the uh, nine animated one with Jim Carrey. That one's a lot of fun. A little different take, but uh, same story, obviously. Nice. So that's my top five, Eric. What's your top five? Got,
2: so this is you know thinking about it, it's actually really hard because there's so many. There's actually more Christmas movies than you would expect uh, to put on in the top five. So. My number five is going to have to be the Jim Carrey Grinch as well. I love that movie. Um, and like you said, like uh, I, I, I wholeheartedly love Jim Carrey. I think he's an amazing actor. And just everything about that, the acting, and then Rick Baker doing all the special effects, it's great. I thought that was
0: phenomenal. Do you know, real quick, did you know that they were originally just going to paint Jim Carrey, have his skin be green? and give them who knows and rick baker convinced them said let me do a full body makeup and everything and i will show you that this is an opportunity to really bring the grinch to life you don't want to just make his skin color green i do i have heard
2: that i know we discussed that before and i think that's Kind of shows, yeah, like about Rick Baker, why he's uh, obviously, what, like a seven-time Academy Award winner, so. Yeah, he's obviously
0: Um, a master of his brand. And
2: that, he really did nail it with that. I mean, he really, uh, live-action Grinch, you never know what you would expect, but he really, he nailed it with that. It was super believable and super fun, so.
0: Oh, Um, definitely.
2: Number four would be, actually, Bill Murray Scrooged. I Mm -hmm. love that movie. I love Bill Murray. He's one of my favorite
0: Comedians, obviously uh, a, a take on the Charles Dickens of Christmas Carol yeah, and in the the modern. Uh, yeah, like a different take on it, but yeah, like like a cool in a
2: cool way, and, and like I said, Bill Murray being Bill Murray, the, he's one of the kings. So
0: you know, uh, I, that, I I read something uh, interesting about that that he was really I can't even remember where I was reading this, but it was recently the past few yeah. weeks that he was very much <laughs> to do Scrooge because he didn't really it was kind of like a soul leading role. And he didn't have anybody else to kind of lean on. And it it was still, you know, you're talking like four years after Ghostbusters. And he really didn't do a whole lot from Ghostbusters to Scrooge. He did did do some films. But he was very nervous to take on a full leading role without any of, like, real supporting cast. Like, uh, with uh, any bigger names or, you know, friends or anything. So I guess there was a little bit of trepidation on his part as far as... Uh, executing that uh, role as Frank Cross in in Scrooge.
2: Mm. That's interesting. I I never heard that, but I know obviously that he, a lot of his early work, obviously he has somebody there with him to, like you said, somebody kind of uh, in cohorts with him like on uh, with uh, (laughs) I'm being laughed at by, uh, by Jen right now, but (laughs) like you said like he's never like you look at the movies like Stripes and stuff like that he's never like just that one guy or
0: no he's got a he's got a sidekick or two
2: um so you know I mean he shows I think he Bill Murray's one of those guys also like is a really great actor and showed a lot of depth in his uh his acting but not till a a lot later in his career I feel like he didn't really do many uh like non-girls uh early in his career his career but yeah true so, moving on, I think the rest of my list is actually exactly like yours, and uh, three being Home Alone 2, uh, two being Home Alone, and one being one of the greatest uh, comedies of all time, National Influence Christmas Vacation, maybe the most quotable movie ever, uh, easily the funnest uh, Christmas movie, and obviously, like, a top five to ten movie of all time outside of uh, just being a Christmas movie so
0: exactly it's it's so uh I mean you talk about those I mean we could t- we, we could literally dedicate an entire podcast to uh you know all those actors who were in those national lampoons movies um uh, a million times over and, and that whole like older Saturday night live and even like I don't even know the scTV type uh people too you know you talk, Obviously, with Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd, and and, uh, John Candy, all those guys were those two, you know, vying, or or not really vying, but the SCTV, SNL uh, cast groups there. The Canadian version of SNL, SCTV pretty much was um, all those actors that either don't really act or some of them have passed away. They're so memorable and all their roles, still live on. Chevy Chase, obviously, being, uh, you know, he will... If he, once he passes away, if I'm sure, you know, everyone will 100% when someone says Chevy Chase think Clark Griswold.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it's got to be... I mean, I don't know if me per se that I would say, but it's got to be his most notable movie, would you would you think? I mean, what else would you really...
0: I mean, of, other than uh, Clark Griswold, I mean, uh, I mean... I mean, like
2: that girl, is like a, uh, what he's known for, I like the most... Not just that character, but obviously that movie especially as well, so... Yeah,
0: exactly. But, uh, Brian, top five Christmas movies. Let's hear your list. Five? Five. <clears throat> that wasn't a question. Five?
1: The Nightmare Before Christmas.
0: Nightmare Before Christmas. Speak a little louder, though. You're a little low. The
1: Nightmare Before Christmas. You know, <laughs> <clears throat> there. I remember a time... First movie I saw on theaters. When it wasn't okay to like that movie because of all the like, what you called the freaks from Table Nine. <laughs> they all loved Nightmare Before Christmas. They wore the shirts, and it was all over Hot Topic, so it was just, it wasn't cool to like it. It's still. But I
0: al- I always liked that movie, no matter I'm what. Not
1: talking about you. I'm not talking about you. Perfect. Although it, I wouldn't put it to you, but it was never you. It was it was you know I think Sean was guilty of it. Really. But I think he. You know, turned around, and he's like, you know what? It's a good movie. The <laughs> stop motion is absolutely beautiful. Like, every shot of that movie is amazing. The music is great. Danny Elfman, like... Yeah, knocks it out of the park with all the singing and all it the songs. out of the goddamn park. And then you got Chris, Chris Sarandon and Catherine O'Hara, you know, Jack and Sally... I don't know who did the voice for Sally singing though. It was did Catherine O'Hara sing?
0: I doubt it, but oh, who knows? I thought it was interesting how Chris Sarandon's voice did not sound that dissimilar from when Danny Elfman was actually singing.
1: Yeah. It, it wasn't was even... until
0: I became privy to Danny Elfman that I was like, oh shit, that's Danny Elfman singing, not fucking Jerry Dandridge. Right. And you
1: know what? So I mean, and it's kind of cool because. And maybe I shouldn't count because it, it can it can be a Christmas movie and a holiday. It's definitely movie. a Christmas movie. But yeah, I consider it more of a Christmas movie, Christmas movie. Because Christmas is like this great discovery in the movie and it's like Definitely. I definitely feel more of like christmas magic when i watch it than i do i mean you can still watch it around halloween time and it works but... i
0: watch it usually watch around both halloween and christmas eric i haven't
1: watched it in years actually so i'm gonna
0: you're due eric thoughts on uh 25th anniversary as well uh eric thoughts on nightmare before christmas fan
2: yeah i'm a big fan i mean that was one of them that i was considering putting in my top five as well Honor, it'll get honorable mention when we talk about those but uh yeah i love that movie i love everything about it uh, Burton, I watched that movie hundreds and hundreds of times. Like Brian Same. said, like if you think about all the work that goes into those type of movies too, it's really insane. I mean, obviously it's hard to, you know, get an actor up there doing uh, their thing, but to do all the on the scenes stuff with the with the claymation. And oh yeah, it's, it's a insane. small
0: army to accomplish something like that. I
2: could, yeah, I can only imagine like the amount of like time it takes to to make a movie like that. But yeah, no, one of my favorites
0: definitely I'd say I think it's more of a Christmas movie 100% I mean definitely
2: uh, you know the whole plot of the movie is obviously them is him discovering Christmas and, and being pumped about that so but yeah I love that movie and uh, I think it does get kind of a stigma it's almost like uh, like Brian said there was a while where it got the stigma there because it was so highly branded and it still is you can walk into Hot Topic you're going to find a Jack Skellington hat or definitely shirt or something like that but I think it also speaks to or speaks about the movie, about how great it is. I yeah, mean, it's kinda... a
0: universally loved. You can find the belt buckles at Spencer's if you'd like one.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I'm saying, I mean, it's still... I mean, what year did that come out? Did, 1993. And that's what I mean. Think about that. Like, that's... I think I think people don't even realize how long ago that came out. And that's insane. That's still... It's yeah, still, uh... Epically, it's still loved, so...
1: Exactly. Dad actually got me a Jack Skellington t-shirt just a couple of years ago. Nice. Along with a amazing spider-man t-shirt i think so it was probably like 2012 or after
0: did you wear it and get picked on by jocks
1: In yeah because i got these when i was <laughs> adult so <laughs> i don't know about you but i i'm not i don't really i know, know.
0: i'm joking i'm joking 20... number four number four on your christmas list brian
1: can i make two of them a tie
0: no no
1: Okay, well, sorry the Santa Claus but you didn't make the list. Um <laughs> so number 4 is Home Alone 2 Lost in New York, which oh. I used to I used to like a lot better than the first one, but as I grew up, the first one sort of like gets me more emotionally. So, I mean, I'm skipping ahead. Uh, Here number 3 is the first Home Alone. Yeah. But I love them both. I um, just want
2: to say that I I do sometimes think that Home Alone 2 is maybe funnier at some point. Yeah, I, I'll
0: it's agree some... and, and I agree with Brian. I love the second one more growing up and I had the little doll with his be- backpack and you pull the string and he says the fucking quotes for it and I wanted the talk man and everything. Um yeah, the two I loved more growing up and two has so many it's it's literally like trying to <laughs> it, it's it's so hard, but the one just because it started that and it started the The storyline and the love of him uh, McAllister and obviously Joe Pesci and and, uh, Daniel Stern but but yeah they're both uh, amazing movies.
1: I'm not saying this in a negative way a lot of the jokes in Home Alone 2 were in Home Alone 1 they just sort of like switched it up a little bit like added a little twist to it. Home Alone 2 to me is like the Terminator 2 of yeah. <laughs> Christmas family like comedy. I agree sequels. with that. It's like you know, it has what made the first one so special, but like jacked up to hundred. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, it's the first one on steroids. Yeah, but don't
2: don't all of you like Terminator Two? Don't both of you like it more than the first Terminator?
1: Well, true. I don't, but they're both great. That's what I'm. That's all I'm saying is both movies are amazing. The second one obviously has a bigger budget and is able to achieve more. And knows what worked about the first one And is like We can right. make this bigger and better
0: Chris Columbus truly a fucking master
1: Yes uh, oh, that, uh, no. Speaking of that
0: Has anyone besides myself Saw the Christmas Chronicles Chris Columbus Calm down Chris Columbus made film With his 1492 studios With Kurt Russell as Santa Claus I saw it loved it thought it was awesome
2: I We have not watched it yet. I really want to, but I have not watched it yet. It's on the agenda, though. We will be watching it before Christmas, definitely. I
1: have not watched it yet, either.
2: One of my dreams in life was to have Kurt Russell play Santa Claus,
1: so I... You don't even dude, it,
0: it it comes through. It's very throwback, feels very late eighties, early nineties asking it comes through. It's so much fun and the effects in it are fun and it's awesome. And I love that it's a Netflix movie. As much as I wanna support theaters putting these movies out and it would have been cool to go see that movie in theaters. You gotta love that Netflix has just dumped money into getting Amazing projects made, and they put you got like something like eight billion dollars invested into original content at this point. So, props to Netflix, props to, Chris, to Colum- Chris Columbus, and props to Kurt Russell for playing fucking Santa Claus. And Brian, you're number two
1: National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Wow,
0: wow, well, number two, not cool. Number two, uh, this is a top I'm,
1: five uh, of Christmas movies. If you make five. You're amazing. If you make four, you're amazing. If you make three, you're amazing. If you make two, you're an amazing movie. How do you look at that as a negative?
0: I'm very interested to see what your number one is. I think I know. Yeah, it's got to
2: be. There's only one thing it can be, I
0: feel like. It's got to be The Grinch, two thousand. Grinch? No. Wow!
2: I think it's something else. I think it's something that's right under something obvious. Ernest Saves
0: Christmas? (laughs)
1: I've never seen that. Ernest
0: Saves Christmas <laughs> is amazing, and I'll get to that in a second. Brian, well, you've built the suspense so much. Eric, you've stroked don't... us into suspense. I wanted...
1: Eric, what do you think it is? I think it's just a Christmas story. No. Shit, you know what? That could have made the top five, though. Wow. Uh... It's Batman Returns. What? <laughs>
2: Come on, that's a cop
1: out answer. That's I don't think it's a cop out answer. If I, if I knew that was eligible, that I love that. That would be. It. I don't remember not... us having very very specific rules. I now, mean, I guess to me, but... oh, it's it's a movie that is centered around Christmas. There's Christmas decorations everywhere.
2: I'd have been more okay if it's you put it your horror Christmas. Sh- sh-
1: Brian's talking now. <laughs> it ends on Christmas Eve. The final line is "Merry Christmas." It's a Christmas movie to me, and that's what matters. I guess you're 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 right. And yes, it's my favorite Christmas movie. Now, I mean, do you like that better than the '89 Batman? Yeah, and I I wasn't sure if I should include it, but because it's not a horror movie, but it's not really a non-horror movie either. But Batman Returns never Batman movie at all. I have to. Batman
0: Returns is the non-binary of films.
1: I have to stay, it's an action movie, it's a superhero movie, it's a Christmas movie. I have to stay true to myself. I like it. I wouldn't it. be true to myself. You
2: know what I find very interesting is that none of us had a Christmas story in their top five. I figured somebody would. I
1: love
0: it, Dude, love it, it to do death. I love that movie, I do Ge- love it. Guess what, it's probably in the top ten, not in the top five though. I, yeah, mean,
1: that's
2: how I feel, that's how I feel. Yeah, Let's that's talk I about feel. some other uh, like, uh, near misses or other Christmas movies that you think are
0: great. What are you trying to explain, Brian?
1: I love a Christmas story. It probably is in my top ten, but the past few years, I feel it's more like I have to watch it because it's on than like, well, I go like out of my way to the, watch it.
2: You know, the cable television they, they play it for the they've been doing the twenty four hour thing like on Christmas for yeah, yeah. a long time now. So yeah, they, it's kinda they like... need
1: to make us work for it. So I like, I feel in love with it again.
0: So uh, honorable yeah. mentions.
2: Uh, So let's see, obviously, uh, Christmas Story, uh, Nightmare
0: Before Christmas could have made my list. Um. So I have two, and my two Christmas honorable mentions are Ernest Christmas, grew up watching that, Sash's Big Ernest P. (laughs) Um, and also a 2004 film that I love, love, love so much. And it has one of, Eric, one of our favorite actors of all time, James Gandolfini, Surviving Christmas with Ben Affleck and Kathleen O'Hare. Yeah, that's actually,
2: you know what, I, honestly, if I was going to count the past, like, however many years since I discovered that movie, that would be in my top five. Because I I've highly, I, I think that that is, uh, it's super underrated. I don't know, like, uh, no one knows about that movie at all.
0: Maduda. And,
2: <laughs> having Ben Affleck—not that I'm a biggest Ben Affleck fan—but having Ben Affleck, you think it would have a little bit more weight behind it. But I think, no, when I talk about that movie, no one has seen it like at all. But I think it's hilarious. Like it's such a hilarious plot. It's a great, definitely a great Christmas. It's movie.
0: it's um, so much fun. It's it's a it's a it's a goddamn blast, is what it is. And it's got an yeah, all-star it, cast. It, it really
2: does have like an all-star cast. I mean.
0: But I'll, I'll tell you what, I think it falls into his little, uh, He his career kind of went into a black hole after Geely, but, so I, I, I think it was, I think it was between, after that, and this is post-Geely this came out, so I think after that, people are just like, eh, I'm gonna take a break from Affleck's fucking roles for a while, so. Yeah, he uh, did have a weird, like, a weird little, uh, like, lull in his career,
2: but, and then, uh, you know, uh, beyond that, like, obviously there's like the classic, the classic movies, like the
1: the Rudolph
2: and... Oh, uh, yeah, the Christmas classics, a, it can't be. You, we were just talking about, me and Joe were talking about Yukon Cornelius, and he might be one of the greatest uh, Christmas characters. Uh, and then uh, Charlie Brown, obviously, Charlie Brown Christmas. And then, you know, a movie that I know Brian can probably say, because he almost put it in his top five, is uh, The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. I've watched that movie. They, we used to watch that movie all the time, and the I took that one.
1: It's one of the first movies I remember seeing in theaters, too. I,
0: I I liked that movie growing up. I liked it a lot. And then I kind of got, like, irritated by it. And I'm not sure why. You know, you just get irritated by movies sometimes. But now, uh, it, probably, like, f- five, six years ago, like, I started coming back around a little bit to it. And now it's, like, it's very funny and there's a lot of quotable lines. You like Asabuko, Charlie? Like, fucking <laughs> yeah. just...
1: This was it's, just a few really years is a ago. Fun, it a fun, hilarious movie. It's great.
2: And um, Was it me? Mean... Uh, you know, that's another
1: movie that's got like a
2: whole, whole bunch of sequels. I don't think I've ever seen any of the sequels, but...
0: I've seen a couple of them. They're pretty good. What were we saying, Brian?
1: Was it me, you, and Chris, or was it me, Sean, and Chris? Were it was I... me, you, and Chris.
0: We watched okay. Mean Girls that same night.
1: Yeah, I fucking rented the Santa Claus, and I was so excited, and Jesse and Chris were just like shitting all over it, and I'm like, what's going on? And that was like the first hint, and I later found out like it's a big thing. People hate that movie. People think that's a bad movie. A lot of people do. What
2: movie? Apparently,
1: the
0: Santa Claus of Tim Allen. Uh,
2: really? Well, I don't know. It's kind. Of, I personally think Tim Allen is
1: great. I love Tim Allen. I think it's a great movie. It, it, I
0: apparently. I gotta recommend it since we're talking Tim Allen. I gotta recommend for rich or poor with him and, and Christian, If anybody's <laughs> ever seen that, that movie is classic. I,
1: yeah, go oh, Yeah,
2: that's great. Um
0: but any other yeah, I uh I
2: think that's all my all the other ones I could think of. Really yeah, like the all the claymation like classic ones, Charlie Brown.
1: Yeah. But yeah, nothing else I could really think of. I got a couple that haven't been mentioned. What's that? And this is also one that you might not consider a Christmas movie, but Edward Scissorhands. It's only Christmas for, like, the last, like, 20 minutes of that movie. Yeah,
0: it's not a Christmas movie.
1: But it makes, to me, it's a Christmas movie.
0: Okay, The you big
1: know... climax takes place during Christmas. Alright, gr- I'm to throw Grumpy Old Men in there, too, because it takes <laughs> place
2: <laughs> during... There's this beautiful I love, scene. I love Grumpy
1: Old Men, so... Between a Johnny Depp and Winona Ryder... Uh, you know, Christmas trees right there. Like I don't know.
0: There's some movies that I think are, are bigger than like being placed into like a holiday category, i.e., Lethal Weapon.
1: Okay. Yeah. Like. You can consider Lethal Weapon a Christmas movie. People consider Die Hard a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's and people whatever, whatever it is in your heart.
0: I and part of me does consider Lethal Weapon a, a holiday movie because uh, it takes place obviously in December and around Christmas time, but. When you say Lethal Weapon to me, like Christmas isn't the first thing that I think, so that's why it didn't make my list. That being said, I think Dick Donner and the and Lethal Weapon is literally one of the greatest movies of all time. Definitely the Dick best. Donner bo-
1: and Lethal Weapon. Yeah, because
0: he, he it was his brainchild. It was his baby. Um,
1: I thought Shane Black wrote it. Did Shane Black write it? He
0: wrote it, but it was every nothing would have been possible without no, Dick Donner and Warner Brothers. I'm not
1: arguing with you.
0: And he has said that is probably one of his I'm pretty sure he's said like, bat and Goonies, those are two of his favorite movies that he's been a, you know, a part of getting made. Um but definitely the best buddy cop movie of all time. Let's not kid ourselves.
2: Uh, 100%. Um
0: uh, but, yeah, so let's uh, We'll end this with recommending One Christmas movie that we haven't mentioned Or that is kind of Low level uh, If you had to recommend it to any of our viewers I will recommend one That came out a few years ago And I just uh, picked up and watched last year Around uh, this time Was uh, a movie, I guess it was An Australian movie, I think But all the actors in it are fucking actors, I think, mostly um, Better watch out
1: I still haven't Ugh. seen
0: that. That was a, uh, it was like the suspense horror uh, type Christmas uh, movie. And that was, uh, it was surprisingly a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, and that was a good time. And of course, uh, if no one has seen or pulled the trigger on watching uh, 2015's uh, Krampus by uh, Michael Doherty, can't recommend that one enough. It's a, you know, the modern day gremlins type thing, at least uh, for tone and stuff. Uh, In delivery, it's just it makes me uh, right in the mood to for Christmas for that one. So uh, let's hear it, boys. What are some uh, under the radar uh, Christmas movies uh, that you would recommend to uh, people listening right now? I'm just gonna go. One I
2: already said was I'm just when I talk to like comedy. I'm just gonna go. Surviving Christmas. I think that's I think it's a hilarious movie. I think it's got an all star cast, and I think
0: uh, highly underrated.
2: If more people knew about it, yeah, I feel like I said, like, like that's like one that I really feel is like completely underrated. Where everyone I think I've ever pitched that movie to has no clue what it is. So that's that's one I would pitch, surviving Christmas.
1: Absolutely, I back it, Brian. I will bring up Silent Night, Bloody Night again from nineteen seventy two. You can buy it on DVD. Perfect. And no Blu ray release of that. I don't, think, I don't think there is yet. I think it's in the public domain though. Ah. And then there from that same year there was a tv horror film from the writer of psycho called home for the holidays it's really good very atmospheric and Ah. lots of mystery and it's got a great cast sally field got her start there. nice wow sally a very young bt dropping some more knowledge and fuck hold on jessica walter jessica walter's in it from arrested development Excellent. You know, like
0: you know what? There's one movie we didn't mention. I'm surprised it didn't come up on anybody's list or we haven't dropped it yet. Trading Places.
1: Trading oh, Places. Because I've only seen it once so far. I thought it was New Year's Eve. Man, or... see, that's like one of like, you obviously know, I love that Christmas. movie so much. It's yeah. Like, it's Christmas and, and New Year's it's Right.
2: It's pretty much a Christmas movie too, but like I, don't, I just, when you, when
0: you think Christmas movie... It doesn't come you know, to mind right away.
2: Yeah, but no, that, right, there's another one. I mean, that movie, I love that movie too. Two of, two of the greatest comedians... Oh, absolutely,
0: one hundred percent.
2: Eddie Murphy, in his in his prime, almost can't be touched. So
0: oh, I can't can't agree any more with that. Eddie Murphy laid waste to comedic actors and stand up comedians in the '80s. No one, no one oh, could uh, touch him.
1: Jamie Lee Curtis has a new train. Jamie Lee Curtis
0: that she yeah. does, Brian.
1: And speaking of Jamie Lee Curtis and Tim Allen, we didn't mention Christmas with the Cranes.
0: Christmas with the Cranks, yeah, with I, Tim I was, Allen!
1: I honestly, yeah, like, Tim I've Allen only seen GBA. it once, so I don't remember you if it was,
2: like, actually you know good know or not. that but... movie, Christmas with the Cranks, another one that has an all-star cast. That was on TV the other day, yeah. I was watching it. That one's Damn, a good one. Ackroyd is in that, uh, like, Jake Busey, Cheech Marin are, like, all in that. Oh, movie. it is, they are, too. Yeah, it's crazy, that, that's another one I was like, man, there's so many people in this movie. That movie was fun to watch, I was...
0: Yeah, you know what I'm... There's so many we didn't mention. You know what's another yeah. one? Jingle All the Way. Jingle yes. oh my
2: God,
1: well,
0: All the Way. Well, we were yeah, just supposed to do
1: our top five. I you know, know, I know. But... Now I think we're going to just name every single Christmas movie jingle. ever. I have to pee.
0: Jingle All the Way, I can another safely that say had. that our number one uh, fan fanslash uh, uh, whatever you want to call it, uh, former uh, co host or guest, whatever, Dan Claussen, I'm pretty sure that is his favorite Christmas movie for sure.
2: Oh, definitely. Yeah, he was wearing a t-shirt, I think, before in uh, the dead of summer. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was a good one. I'm surprised. We, see, I feel, like, so stupid that we didn't mention this other one. Was, uh,
0: I guess because we were doing our top five, and the yeah, top five uh, so solid. What's There's a movie. There's a Christmas movie with uh, Danny DeVito and Matthew Broderick, and they're like... Uh, Deck the Halls.
2: Deck the Halls. That one, I think I've seen that one. That was pretty funny, where they play, like... Uh,
0: like they're dueling like neighbors, neighbors.
2: Right, yeah, they're dueling neighbors. That's another one. Who would you thought you'd see uh, old Ferris Bueller with the, the penguin going back? Yeah. Right
0: <laughs> <in the carpet. laughs> with the old Oswald pot. For real. So well, many good Christmas movies. There really is. So, uh, Well, all right, that just about does it for us. Uh, you can uh, follow and uh, subscribe on iTunes, rate and review on iTunes as well, and now we are available for all you Android freaks. On uh, Spotify, on Google Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Pocket Cast, and 700 other uh, platforms that uh, you can stream and download and listen to the Guy Media Podcast. And you can also check out uh, a new sports and wrestling podcast that Eric and I... Okay, well, I'm in the middle. You can't just bum rush it. This right. isn't this isn't I just
1: forgot to mention uh Jack Frost and Jack Frost. Too. I was
0: literally in the middle of an outro and you come in here talking about fucking <laughs> Keaton and Jack Frost.
1: How about there's listeners that have more time and they're like, Oh damn, it's ending already And then you're like depressing the shit out of them and then I come back and they're like, Yes, yeah, more
2: what, what's the difference between Jack Frost with Key and then,
1: like, the, the horror Jack Frost?
0: The horror one's about, like, a, a snowman that comes to life and kills people.
1: <laughs> it's kind of like Child's Play, because he's actually, like, a real serial killer. And he, and ought, was, like, an he ought to do a
0: dembell out himself into the uh, fucking hey, snow hey, bit. Hey,
1: uh, <laughs> no, he got, um, <laughs> exposed to some kind of, like, chemical that turned him into a, a snowman.
0: He put a swanger on the glass.
1: And then the on one he can like reproduce Little <laughs> tiny um Sort of like Gremlin type
0: the fuck was this a full moon snow- movie
1: Snowballs killer snowballs He had killer snowballs that he gave birth to Is that true Yeah in the second one
0: I guess so oh. Brian Wood knows that about snowballs
1: That's a good one Jesse Thank you It's the best gay joke I've ever heard It's not a gay joke
2: Back to
1: the outro, unless you want to talk about Jack Frost. Yeah, pick up on the the outro where you
0: left off. I will. I was saying you can also listen to a a sports and wrestling podcast that Eric and I have called Babblehead, where we co-host and talk uh, about different uh, sports and wrestling related news and updates and scores and matches and pay-per-views. And we just did our third episode uh, where we discussed our Mount Rushmore wrestling. So you can check that out at Babblehead's podcast on instagram uh babbleheads uh podcast on twitter and same thing you can find that on itunes rate and review it there subscribe and you can find it on spotify and google podcast stitchers anywhere where you uh not stitchers stitcher uh anywhere you listen to podcasts uh, you can uh listen stream and uh um, so uh but yeah this is the heart guy media podcast uh this was our little christmas uh soiree Uh, slash argument slash debate slash brian putting batman returns number one uh and uh yeah here we are we're at the end and uh thank you very much for listening and we will see you next time